Hello and welcome everybody to episode 91 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that fella over there... is Andy, a.k.a. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> well, yeah, you put that on your audio tag today as well. What's that all about? Are you, are you a fan? <laughs> I love the mother Russia. All right, okay. <laughs> well... <laughs> Big up to all the Russia fans out there. <laughs> Fair enough. They've got a lot going on in Russia right now. There's always There's lots some, going on in the Russia. There's some stuff going down over there. Yeah. Well, good evening, my man. Hello. Oh, this is going to be one of them, is it? <laughs> I have not decided yet. Yak <laughs> smash. <laughs> oh, no. It's nice. It is nice. Yeah, I was about to say, it's uh, you're sounding more like Borat. I start Russian, I end up like Borat. <laughs> you dress like him as well. <laughs> My mankini. Oh, did you see the guy with the mankini in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, the um, the streaker. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah, I saw. I'm well, not... I saw a little clip that turned up on yeah. Facebook or something. I'm not sure it was worth the battering he got. <laughs> he no, got yeah, they really they took hit. him down, out. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I was like watching yeah. WWE when when they took him down. <laughs> yeah, it was just the guy was just excited for the game. <laughs> and they I'd, treat him like that. I had wondered what Tony was up to these days. <laughs> There's a deep cut for some, for the older <laughs> fans. <laughs> oh dear! What gave me a, sh- a shudder was all the physical contact. You know, when they wrestled him to the floor and stuff. Oh yeah, there's there's no um, no holds bars. Isn't there? It's like properly in there, get him down on the ground. Yeah, I was like, you don't do that in these times. Come on, people. No, it's not like football when you streak in the no, football. No, although they had a they had an audience, a massive, anyway, I'm not even getting into that. No. <laughs> We're here to talk about Dice Busters, and Dice Busters is what we shall talk about. We've got a hell of an episode lined up today, quite a few bits to cover. But before we do, as always, quick review of the last two weeks. So I'll ask you, my man, what have you been up to since we recorded episode 90? Uh, I'm a bit poorly. Yes, yes, you are. I'm a bit poorly, but I've been doing some brewing for our brewing challenge. Mm. The Golden and Modern IG teams. I like the Thanos, the one that gives... Well, let me read it. Thanos, Enemy of Life. He's an eight cost, and he's energized. Target character die gets plus four attack, and then he costs two less to purchase. Minimum of one, which doesn't make any sense why your opponent has 20 life, because you'd have to spam so much reduction cost things to try and get eight down to anywhere near like one. But mm. anyway, just to make sure that people don't. Uh, I like that. That's very cool. I was playing around on the last stream we did last week uh, on yep. how to get that, getting some of my old pxg love back in action only for it to get kicked in the proverbial balls by uh chris bringing the fairies broadcast uh, yeah which yeah. makes all the old pxg fun pointless so that was wasn't too great but yeah add a little tinker with that team you will be able to see that no doubt on the youtube by the time you are listening to this very podcast um, i should think so my whole team's changed entirely. Oh, is it? Oh, except for nefarious broadcast. Yeah, except for nefarious broadcast. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll see later. I changed one card because I was like, no, I don't like that one. I think I'll do this one instead, which then made me go, actually, if I'm doing that, then I probably want that. And then before I knew it, <laughs> I'd like refresh that, done a whole new team basically. Change, yeah. So, so that's cool. That's fun. It's given a little bit of energy into team building, uh, and a uh, little little snippet of a spoiler out there for you guys. There'll be some team building challenges coming up very soon for you guys that uh, we'll mm. talk about later. And oh, oh, isn't it a challenge? Other than that, it's been quiet on the Western Front. We've um, been locked in our house. I went food shopping. That was very exciting. And I also went to the garage because my car didn't work. Other than that, we have just been binging movies left, right and centre, which is more a mod extra than uh, MOD. So I won't go too much into that. And slowly building a Hogwarts jigsaw puzzle, one of those 3D jigsaw puzzles. That's kind of gaming. There was an article in the paper the other day saying that the jigsaw industry has had an enormous lockdown boom. I bet. They're, they're making dollar, dollar. The, the jigsaw 
CEOs are driving Bentleys. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll admit, I was flicking through Amazon and I saw a jigsaw and it did make me go, ooh. And then I thought, no, no, Andy, you are not over 70 yet. Um, <laughs> what's up, fam, in it, bruv? I'm still youth. So uh, I, I flipped on to, I uh, can't remember, it was probably some kind of smoking jacket or something. <laughs> your comfy slippers in your dressing gown yeah. you need a board of course have you got a jigsaw board no no exactly that that's 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 you know that's slipping off a very scary slope before you know it there's whole areas of your house dedicated to jigsaws is your jigsaw three-dimensional the one that we're doing yeah it's a 3d one so it's, it's more like a um like a card building a card building yeah than, yeah. than a jigsaw it's a lie jigsaw is pretty easy to put together this has got like some kind of you know architectural structure behind it it's quite difficult and i don't know what we're going to do with it afterwards i've got a feeling that once we build it it's probably going to go in the bin because there's not any space in the house to put it <laughs> but fun w- nonetheless i wanted to get some lego but i'm not allowed to you've got quite a lot of lego displayed out in your house haven't you well not right now but you know because of what well you know the reason why things are going in boxes might be but um yeah that's the reason why i also wasn't allowed to buy any oh that's that's not on that's not right is it no it's harsh it's harsh i asked for some for my birthday last year and none came uh uh uh. and then i was told explicitly on the day of my birthday i know you wanted that but you're not having it (laughs) what was it did you what was it a millennium falcon that's the dream isn't it no i've seen no i've seen uh have you seen the helmet series that they've done (laughs) <laughs> so there's a oh, there's yeah. a boba fett and a stormtrooper and like a tie fighter pilot <laughs> i'm just kind of just gonna let you carry on beavis and butt heading over there i'm i'm talking about an actual helmet <laughs> <laughs> and i'm talking to an actual helmet oh and i got a little like jingle noise behind me as well that's that's an email i just received an email see that's the noise that comes up when it's like my bedtime Oh, yeah? So now when you can set the iPhone, so when it's your bedtime, so when that goes off, it, I always think it's bedtime. Yeah, we've got one of them on the Alexa, but I just basically ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it goes off at 10 and I go to bed at 1. What's that all yeah. about? <laughs> well, it's, well, call it your three-hour reminder then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is when you should go to bed if you wanted to be you know, yeah. useful at work and uh, alive the next day, or you could spend the <laughs> remaining three hours of your life playing video games. And yeah. finishing the se- current season of The Expanse. But, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we can yeah, talk about week, that mate. next week. Oh, well, no, we're doing the Star Wars special next week. Oh, yeah, well, after how... We'll find space for it somewhere. We'll... Space, because that's where it is in space. Yeah. Like that. Quick is a quick thing. Uh, how was that your last couple of weeks? Uh, so, uh, on the non-Dice Masters gaming front, uh, mostly just a couple of family faves that I've mentioned before. Beasts of Balance has been out on the table, which Ooh. I think I've mentioned to you is the, the one with the iPad app that sinks yeah. with the plinth and you kind of build a tower out of these really these kind of cartoon weird 3d shaped animals we got a couple of expansions at christmas time with some new animals and stuff so we've been trying to unlock the new combos and things which is a lot of fun uh, and it works for us i think i've said i think i know i've said this to you before i don't know if i've said it to the listeners before but it works really well because we're, we're having a lot of trouble with trying to break the kids away from their screen time you know minecraft 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 all the live long day so it sort of scratches their rich to have something ipady and it's got that sort of pokemon got to catch them all element to it but it's something we could all do round a table together so uh, that uh-huh. one works quite well for us and then um, a little girl is still head over heels in love with that dream home that i mentioned to you oh cool the, that drafting game we draft rooms for houses um so that's the non-dice masters gaming Oh, and a bit of uh, Worms Armageddon on the Xbox with me, lad. Pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, which is... Oh, uh, I mentioned that on Mod X, didn't I, last week? Uh, then in the Dice Master space, obviously, you and I have been doing our Infinity Gauntlet. I don't know what to call it. What did I think? Mining it? Did we say mining it? Oh, I like sure. it. Yeah, whatever. Mining it for cards. Uh, we've been doing Golden. Are we, are we, are we going to talk about that a bit more in a wider segment later? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right, I'll not plow on then now into my in-depth thoughts and analysis on that. But on the stream, I played... What did, What was my team last week? Uh, you won. 
Yeah. Oh, it was the Kang Peerless General, the double blocker dude, wasn't it? Yeah, but you didn't buy him. There's, it was that um, five cost Pip the Troll that did my head in, and the Moon Knight, which meant you could buy a Drax. Is it Moon Knight? Yes. Or Moon Shifter? Or... No, Moon Knight was Moon Knight. Yeah. So it was the Moon Knight that was allowing me to pull in Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Infinity Squad, what they call. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they're called. Glove, um, glove team. <laughs> glove team, yeah. Pulled them in and I just had an army of Draxes and yeah, Pit of the Troll helped, but I think the double blocking definitely was what got you in the end. You didn't have enough people to do enough blocking, did you? No, it's because you kept getting no. rid of them all the time. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah. I live to annoy. And then uh, I, got, I got together with the uh, crazy, the cool crazy cats from the KD Games crew. Whoop, whoop. Woo, that was... Sorry, can we just pause for a minute? I've just, I'm really impressed with my own alliteration there. The I wasn't even planning that. From the KD crew. Yeah. I think it's a cool crazy cat. Cool crazy cat, sir. From the KD games crew. Anyway, uh, and they were doing D&D this week. D&D? Yeah, so half your team had to be adventurers and half your team had to be monsters. Ooh. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. I gave the Silgar Xanathar combo, you know, the five damage one. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit of a go. Backed up with some just some useful dudes and that that went all right <laughs> what i didn't do is i was like i'm just gonna roll these silgars in at level two i, I don't want polymorph sack it i'm just gonna roll them in because uh, i wanted my basic action slots for some ramp and in my first game right out the gate against relentless nettles which some of you folks out there might know from the online scene my silgars rolled level two every single time just without fail and i was just attacking with them force blocking with the giant spider global and doing him like five damage, ten damage, fifteen, twenty, done. We played two games in the in, in the space of time everyone else played one. Oh then in my second game, Silgars rolled everything but level two. That's the fickle, fickle turns of the dice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but a lot of fun. Always great to hang out with that crowd. Hello, everyone. By the way, uh, super cool bunch of geezers. Um, had a game with Duncan. Had a game with Ollie. Had a game with Mike. So that was all really, really good fun. And anything else, Dice Masters? He doing lots no, of blog so. posts and videos like you always do. Yeah, although I forget I'm what assuming. I have or haven't done in the last two weeks. Well, if you I've are got... interested in what Chris has done over the last two weeks, then check out www.youtube.com forward slash the ministry of dice. Yeah, thanks, mate. Or go to britroller6.com. Yeah, definitely do that. Do both that. Oh, uh, yeah, we've had a mod yeah. files out. We've done um, oh well two two of the things I've posted are in are going into our next segment so oh I'm not banging about those yeah but just yeah just keeping the dream alive the blogging blogging dream alive cool but and that's it I'm done that's, done that's me yeah good work well you've been a busy busy bee I always like to keep busy you know me oh I tell you what we did do that uh, some people might be interested we did our next fighting fantasy read through. Was that really? That was was that? Yeah, we did. I didn't realise it was that recent. It feels like oh, time is just like this thing that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> we did, and that is just amazing. Please, next time, which will be will be in February, because we're going to do it once a month. Yeah, although I think we're going to struggle to fit it in this month. Well, yeah, I think we are. So, do you remember those old fighting fantasy books where you could choose your own adventure? You have your roll your character up. You fight monsters through a dungeon you pick your pages depending on where you want to go i hope you do because they were fun and i wouldn't have liked you to not have experienced that as a child but if you haven't or if you don't or if you do know what we're about i'm a little bit in the weeds let's move past that we are doing (laughs) a fighting fantasy adventure every month on the mod extra twitch channel uh, that's mod extra with no e and we're going to do them on saturdays and uh it's usually around nine o'clock uk time uh, this next one uh, i'm going to read the books the first couple that we've done which you'd be able to see on the youtube channel that's mod extra on the no. youtube no you can't well i've got i've downloaded them i've not uploaded them. they're massive oh. we, we spend like three and a half three hours, hours on them yeah so they are <laughs> true a true adventure through the realms of nastiness and dungeons they, the, they will go up. I just, it's time, man. It's a real long one to sit down and, like, if we're carving it up, then I've got to sit down and edit all that, and that's just a big job. Or, but then if, even if I just throw it up, it's going to take ages. To anyway, I've just not sat no. down to 
Yeah. By the by, so the first couple, Chris has been the game master, I suppose, or the dungeon master. Oh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons ride. <laughs> and kind of read, you know, I've made the choices along with the people in the chat uh, and ventured through. This time around, I am the dungeon master. I am the man in control. And uh, Chris will be venturing through, I think it's the scary forest of doom or something. I can't remember. I can't remember. Have you picked up a copy yet? Uh, it's in my basket to buy from Amazon. Oh, very good. I think it's the Forest of Doom or something along those lines. So uh, join us. Oh, yeah, good. the one we just yeah. did before is super duper fun. It's super fun for me. I'm sure people who watch it hopefully will enjoy it, but I don't care because I really enjoy doing them. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, we think some of you guys might be interested in that. That's sort of... Dice Masters adjacent. Yeah, gamey-ish. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, well, should we tell the folks what we've got coming up in this episode then, my man? We, we, mon, sure no. Okay, well, we're going to move, bounce off this intro into a community focus. We've got an event to talk about and just some interesting community news to discuss. So we'll go and do that. Once that's concluded, we're going to move into a format discussion. We're doing a segment on a specific format. And, and all will become clear once we've concluded the community focus on that, I suppose, to be fair. And then at the back end of the episode, we're going to continue our kind of extended series of segments that we've been doing lately talking about exploring infinity gauntlet for more team building opportunities to combat new release restlessness uh, and we're focusing on the golden team building we talked about modern team building last week and with all that said and done that should be a pretty packed episode and bring us to the end cool it's good what you can cool. do with a little bit of imagination yeah, yeah a bit of ingenuity anything else to add no let's crack on with it shall we let's do it This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back. There we are then. So this is the news. And there's two things we'd like to talk about in the community-focused news this episode. Um, let's start with... Let's start with the Play at Home kit, shall we? Yes, very exciting. Yeah, so we got an email just kind of out the blue. WizKids marketing team dropped me a note saying, here's, here's some news for you to break on your website. We're doing organized play kits for home use and here's the link uh, obviously using me as their marketing channel <laughs> <laughs> well happy to do it happy to do oh, my yeah. bit oh yeah ministry of dice always there first with breaking news well that that is true that is true we are always on the absolute cusp of all the latest news and so they they sent me a little bit of blurb in there uh, around how they've done it with hero clicks and uh the the quote that i kind of pulled out of it that i used in the article that i wrote was uh with more people playing at home because of covid uh this is the first of a few planned play at home kits for dice masters fans and that sentence Ooh. out of all the blurb they sent me that was the one i'm like yeah i'm putting that one in because that's implies that there's more to come down the pipeline now we'd seen the cards before it was the Spider-Man trio that, or Spider-Man themed trio of cards that were uh, organized play cards that we'd seen uh, DM North had popped, had already published. They'd had them as spoilers. I can't remember how far back that was, but uh, they'd done it as part of one of their trivia nights and brought them up then. So uh, it looks like their repurposed Spider-Man campaign box cards, uh, certainly ones that have got matching dice in the Infinity Gauntlet set. But interesting news nonetheless. There was a couple of comments in their emails that I didn't put in the article. Uh, one thing they did mention, which I thought was particularly interesting, he says, scrolling quickly to find the email in his inbox. Uh, yeah, they said, uh, something worth noting is that clicks offering change from set to set. Their first clicks X-Men one was pretty basic, but the new Wonder Woman one has an extra element. Keep your eye on that. So I went and had a look because the implication there from that little note they put in the email was that the second set that's coming down the pipeline of these first of a few planned may be a bit different than a three card sort of organized play setup Ooh, giant oversized cards well who knows <laughs> who knows giant oversized I mean... dice <laughs> that's what i want i want a massive dice uh, it's gonna be oh it's i think place I know which star wars destiny then dude. dice this is in my bag no i'm not bigger than that i'm talking like the size of like a small box you know like a shoe box or something 
I mean, they, they didn't tell us anything more than that, but I thought that was an interesting little note there. The fact that there's more planned coming down the pipeline and that there's maybe a bit of a different flavor to some of the ones that they've got planned is all very interesting. And, you know, drop us a line with your speculations or give us a pop-up post on Facebook. I'd love to hear what you what your thoughts are. I went and had a look at the Hero Clicks Wonder Woman. It's a single figure set and it's got like a playmat and some tokens or something in it. It was a couple of days ago I looked, but so could be some interesting stuff there. Uh, the cards themselves are interesting. Uh, they've been written about on DM North. Uh, we've written about them. All the content creators have covered them, so I'm not going to retread that ground. There's plenty of stuff out there. Uh, and you can go and have a look at them on WizKid's own website. So, you know, uh, but they're selling them for $10 plus shipping, set of three promos, um i'll put a link to the page in the show notes but uh, yeah really really interesting uh different way of of dealing with things and then uh, keep an eye out on britroller6.com because i've got a blog post uh coming down the pipeline soon hopefully that's going to be talking a little bit more about organized play at home kits as well wow i like the look of the basic action card yeah i mean the thing about that one uh, i know it's been said before and some of the war seasons players will have heard this comment but the uh, fact that it's got uh, a force attack on a basic a force attack global on a basic action is is perhaps the most eye-catching bit of that yeah it's cool and i'd also like to say i know that i've read a few bits about people saying that oh that's quite expensive for three cards you know ten dollars is the equivalent of a team pack out there put your hand up if <laughs> you've paid over the odds on ebay for a specific card because i have so i didn't think it was that bad i'd rather put the extra bit of money to whiz kids and keep them going on this you know as opposed to some rando who got lucky with a pack yeah, and the the uh, Diab Armada said on one of his videos recently that you can order them through your local gaming store as well. So, oh, that's quite cool. Yeah, so. none of ours are open though. Uh, no, sure, but uh, some stores are open worldwide or wide or whatever. So there you go. So that's the uh, play at home kit. Uh, the other bit of news that we wanted to mention was that we have announced our spring Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters event MOD PDM for short. Yeah, that's right. So uh, if you're new to the podcast, if, you, if you've if you not been around and you've not heard about this before, the, uh, a couple of years back, Andy and I uh, just wanted to kind of put on a couple of tournaments. We do three or four a year normally face-to-face in the before times where we kind of find a local store, someone who supported the game or we're friendly with, and then set a date and bring players from around the UK to it. And they've always been hella good fun. They have indeed, yes. Um, traditionally, the March one is done in it's Leamington Spa, isn't it? Uh, it was Stoke on Trent last year. Oh, okay. Traditionally, it does vary uh, depending <laughs> on the time of the year. But um, the one the year before, we did we've done a few. Yeah, we done done it well. Leamington Leamington Spa. We've done Southampton, the gaming versus cancer. We usually do one there. I have done for the last couple of years. Stoke-on-Trent, a couple of local stores up here in Manchester around me, we've done the mat. So we, we've moved around with it. It was, But last year was Stoke-on-Trent because uh, I, I dug the picture out from the last article and threw it on the top of the... It was, thing. wasn't it? That, and then yeah. that wasn't an element. Where was that? What was the game shop? Uh, GTG Hobbies. GT, that's it. That was like literally like, what, two weeks before the world fell apart? Yeah, it li- literally was, yeah. It was literally about, was yeah, two we all weeks. went into lockdown and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were we were all talking about it on the day. Loads of jokes about, oh, do I shake your hand and all that kind of stuff, which now yeah. seems so funny. No. <laughs> um, five so, hours uh, it took to get there for me, and five hours back, and it was worth every minute of the drive. I lost every game, and I won a spoon. You did won a spoon. I don't know if that's the right terminology. I was, a but nonetheless, with a spoon. <laughs> not not commiserated with a spoon. No. <laughs> I'm spanked with a spoon. <laughs> yeah. but, but obviously, we can't do it face to face this year. No. And uh, you know, we we did our UK Games Expo event. Oh yeah, that was one we did in the before times as well. Yeah. We did our UK Games Expo event online. We did our what would normally be the Dice Masters versus Cancer Convention event that we organised face-to-face. Did that online last November. And so we we just figured, right, well, we'll do our spring one online and invite all our international online playing friends to join us for a change. So while, while the idea and the intent of the MOD PDMs was about bringing our local community together and having just some dates through the year to kind of 
drive towards uh, this year. Obviously, can't do that. We're going to take it online. Does that mean that uh, I can also play Dice Masters even though I am in Russia? Yes, by all means, Vladimir, come along. That is fantastic news. I will not call your country now. But there is some information that you need to know. It's on Saturday the 27th of March. Uh, We're using the standard online play kind of setup where it will be Discord for interaction and communication on the day and then the video conferencing for the actual playing of the games. That is my preferred Uh, way of playing. It is good. Absolutely. Uh, Starting at 6 o'clock. Why why would you do this through the the information delivery bit? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm I'm annoying. (laughs) Take your T-shirt off. Get on your horse and do one, Vladimir. <laughs> what time will it start in Russia? Haven't you, haven't you got a neighboring country to go and annex or something? Come on. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> so, so, what time is the MOD PDM? 6, 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. It's kicking off. We check in at 5 30. 5 30 check in. Amazing. Yeah. 30 minutes beforehand. Uh, we, like, like usual, when we play online, we're just doing Swiss rounds only, and we're just doing best of one this time around. Are we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Not through any actual design, through an error of cutting and pasting, but now I've published it. It's going to have to be that way. <laughs> now it makes sense, because the format is one that yes. would hopefully promote longer games and a bit more thought in your team building, so that does make sense. And we do like to do uh, Swiss only with no top cuts because if you come to an MOD PDM, our wish, our hopes, our desires are that you have an enjoyable time. And having an enjoyable time means that you do not get told to bugger off at lunchtime and you get to play every game. You get to play all day. Absolutely. That's the that's the MOD philosophy. Indeed it Should is. we talk about the format? <laughs> the format? Seeing as you've just mentioned it, yeah. I was was segueing you in, mate. Thank you. Well, you can take it if you want. Okay, dokey. Well, the format is something that we have spoken about on previous episodes with a variety of niceness. Um, (laughs) I thought you just shut down then. (laughs) I did. I couldn't think of the word. Basically, we didn't like it before, but we're hoping that with the new sets that have come out, it will give us a new challenge. And that is the 10 in 10 format. And it's not quite the 10 in 10 format that many of you will be familiar with because there are a few amendments to that rule. Firstly, it's modern. So since the last time we were all banging on about 10 in 10, which is like a good few years ago when the Euro tournament was going on, uh, it's a completely different, well, it's a very different uh, pool of cards we've got to choose from. I don't. I don't think WWE wasn't on the scene, I don't think by that point. I seem to... Think it the the sort of cutoff was around the X Men campaign box stuff. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not even sure that Waterdeep was around. To be fair, no. I think Avengers Infinity may have been out, but we have got lots of different cards to play around with uh, to put together. And also, we've put a little twist on it, haven't we? We ha- well, a couple of twists, in fact. Do we to take this bit? Let's twist again. Yeah, go on. Like we did last summer. Uh, okay, so couple of things we have uh, uh, number one infinity gauntlet set is permitted oh hang on we should explain what 10 in 10 is shouldn't we we should okay <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll rewind slightly 10 in 10 if you don't know what it is where have you been listen to some old podcasts you'll, you'll you know you'll learn stuff uh, is you can have one card one card from each set only when building and that's so each set in modern and if you want the list go to britroller6.com because i'm not reading it out for you now unless chris wants to uh, but you get one card really? from each set have we have we split it up to team packs as well yeah so a an individual team pack counts as a set and also any all, all promo cards that have been released in in the modern time period are considered one collective set as well Excellent. So we've extended that scope. So if you can imagine that a campaign box usually comes out with two team packs, you are spreading, you know, you've got a little bit more choice than when it was just a set, a card, a set, a card. And hopefully that will help. So yeah, one card from each set, build a team, 10 and 10, one card, 10, 10 cards, 10 sets, one team. Except one not quite. But no, there's, there's, there's twist again. 
there, there is a twist again because uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Just one thing we were discussing, uh, something you were thinking about was maybe doing like a two, uh, a two card version of it, so you could have two cards from each set and stuff. Yeah. So we kind of done an amalgamation of of that idea in the kind of standard WizKids ten in ten format to permit two card slots for Dice Masters Infinity Gauntlet. Mostly to acknowledge the fact that Infinity Gauntlet has a much larger card pool than the. Um, yeah, like a, a team the, pack, for example. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've also said in the blog post that should Dark Phoenix Saga actually arrive in time? Oh, imagine! I know. I mean, I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm skeptical as it is, but should it arrive in time, then uh, that will be permitted two card slots as well. Again, in, to acknowledge the fact that it's a draft pack set and not a campaign box or a team pack. So you get loads of cards. Yeah, so that's twist twist number one. Twist number two is we are putting a restricted combos list in effect. So there's a couple of uh, two-card combos that you cannot have. You can use the cards, but only on their own, not with the other card on the list. And if you want that list... Yeah, it's a bit roll of six, but I'll do a quick rundown because it's only short. So okay. uh, the God Godcatcher Famous Walking Statue and Under Surveillance cannot be on the same team. Uh-uh. The Godcatcher Famous Walking Statue and Mr. Sinister Biologist cannot be on the same team. No, 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 no. Thor, Jormungan's Fear and all rarities of the Collector in Infinity Gauntlet cannot be on the same team. Uh-uh. Hope Summers, Pluripotent Echopraxia and Colossus Piota cannot be on the same team. No Drax the Pacifist and Typhoid Mary Red Rubber Boots cannot be on the same team. Asuka, Empress of Tomorrow and Green Lantern Human, nah And Black Widow, Widow's Hunt and Spider-Man Public Menace cannot be on the same team. And then finally, there is one card ban. I say one card ban, it's three cards. If it does come out, Dark Phoenix Saga set, then all rarities of the Gladiator card will be banned. And that's the restrictions list. Poor Done. Gladiator. Yeah, he's got the Doom Caliber Knight global on him, hasn't he? Does he? Mm. Can you feel the power of the Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hopefully everyone can sort of get a sense for the intent in there. So if you want to use the Godcatcher Famous Walking Statue, you can, but you can't have Under Surveillance, you can't have Mr. Sinister on the team with it. Uh, you know, If you want to use Thor, by all means do, but the sidekick making global on the Collector, no, you need to spam your characters in a different way uh as andy said before just the intention is just to take a little bit of the edge off slow it down a bit so that you you, you're getting a good i don't know 30 to 35 minutes worth of actual gameplay in a round yeah what we're saying is don't be a douchebag no absolutely there's there's a hunger out there for faster harder bigger stronger but we uh, our intent the whole driving philosophy behind the MOT PDMs is about a social event first and foremost the competition is just what brings us together but we want to try and forge a bit of a path through the balance where people get to use the cards they want to use you know also I put a little note on there some of the people who've expressed interest on our save the date uh, appear to be newer players on the scene and I, I want to put them in a position where they can play around with some power cards but then also not get new battered by a more experienced player and hopefully the balance will be right yeah it's a bit of an experiment but we'll see how it goes yeah it's always worked yeah. out quite well in the past yeah absolutely so we'll, we'll, we'll just um we'll just go with it and i think you folks out there listening to this who are likely individuals who are planning on playing you, you get what we're all about and what the vibe of one of our events is so i'm, I'm certain people will find interesting alternative combos than god capturing under surveillance you know yeah Work, work for it. Work for your dinner. Absolutely, yeah. And then just keep an eye out on the blog. Keep an eye out on Facebook. Uh, you know, for um, on our Facebook page for any further updates about if we do hear a bit more about what's going on with Dark Phoenix Saga. Is it coming? When's it coming? One of the things I said is that if it doesn't, if it ships in under a week, I've used the standard WizKids ruling of uh, a week before the event date for legality. I already have Dark Phoenix in Russia. Oh, okay. I have very good relations with China. <laughs> Would you like some? I do you a good deal. Uh, sure, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk off air on that one. <laughs> Are you also doing a special on? <laughs> no, um, I was going to say something, but I won't because that could be disaster. You're you're already skirting the lines of political correctness. <laughs> <laughs> Just floating with the borders of it already. <laughs> Live life on the edge. That's the Andy England Bay. Absolutely. Right, we're running a bit long, so I'll just quickly summarise and wrap this up. So uh, 27th 
the Saturday, March the 27th, kicking off at 6 o'clock GMT, 10 in 10 with some restricted combinations and the card slot increase for the draft pack sets. Head on over to BritRoller6.com. The button is in the sidebar on the top right hand of the screen. If you just hit the little MOD spring MOD PDM button, that'll take you to all the information so far. Free to enter. However, we are providing prizes off our own backs. So uh, I'll we'll do further announcements about that a bit closer to the time. But we'd love for somebody to come along and play with us. Join us. Be fun. Yeah. And with that segment wrapped up, the next segment, we're going to talk about 10 in 10. In 10 in 10. Yes, welcome back, dear, dear listener. So uh, this is going to be a format chat segment. We've done a number of these over the years, but today specifically we're going to talk about 10 in 10 because, as we've just informed you, it is the format we're adopting for the MOD PDM in spring. Yes, we are. Come and join us. I think I've just said that. <laughs> Say it again. It's worth saying. Come and join us. So uh, we we've had... You alluded to it in the community focus just now that you know we've had some thoughts around ten in ten in the past. We've perhaps uh, not spoken about it particularly positively, so we thought we'd revisit it and have a little bit of a talk broadly about the format. Yes, I mean some of you out there in listener land may think that it's a little bit bizarre because we kind of slated it quite a lot, um, <laughs> and I'll be interested to see. So ten in ten was really really hard because it's so restrictive. Uh, none of the cards could be for the same set. And so you'll think, oh, I know that card goes with that. And so you put that in and then you think, okay, that's that's two sets down. And then, oh, I know that combo works well with that, but you can't put it in. Or you get you get to like seven cards, and then that eighth card, so the, the eighth card, that would be perfect. Oh, but that one's from that set. So now I need to take that out and <laughs> yeah. put in a different one. Oh, but then that doesn't work with that. So I need to, and then you end up like, uh, I've did it with. Like, I ended up changing eight cards for another eight card, and it was it was it did me head in. So it should be interesting to see if it's of a similar vein. Yeah, I mean that's that's the point is that the the gameplay of ten in ten is quite fun, but it's the the challenge of the team building. Um, because as Andy's described just there, you'll you may have a win condition. You think I'm going to build around that with my ten in ten team, but you you optimal partner pieces <laughs> might be in the same set. So then you have to look at alternative ways of putting that in place and uh, you start to get a bit kind of lost. And it's quite challenging to do, I think, if you're team building using like the Sidekick app or the Transition Zone or the Dice Coalition team builder in a way. I find it, that I think that was where part of the problem was, that it was a bit of a challenge. You know, you card, you have to, you'll have to brush up on your card knowledge, I think, a little bit or do some, do some reading through your binders before diving head first into the, the team building experience yes i mean i think i described it back when we were talked about it last as for people who like tinkering and building teams it's the format forum it's almost as if building the team is as much of a challenge and as much as as a um the times the time to do, to do it it's going to take you more, as much time to build a team as you are to play with it and if yes, you enjoy absolutely. team building then happy days. I know that our friend Steve, who uh, on often emails us, will no doubt be rubbing his hands with glee. At, He's already uh, sent me an email with some uh, some ten ten thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he's going to hello he's Steve. Gonna be busy. Hello mate. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be. Um, yeah, that's that's his his next month sorted. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope your friend's okay as well. By the way, Steve. Yeah, definitely. Um, wishing the best of luck from us. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, and that uh, you're absolutely right because it's that movement of one card can have a ripple effect right the way through the team that makes it much more challenging of a team build. Although this time around, at this point in the game's modern meta card pool, we think it might be a little easier to do. I'm trying to remember where the borders lay in the last 10 in 10 I played. There were definitely X-Men about, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was. Um, I can't remember. No, I can't remember. There, there's but obviously it, there was more than ten sets, but I don't think there was many more than ten sets. No, possibly, possibly, but nonetheless, I think there's been enough card reprints or other interesting new game texts that you may be able to 
figure it out. And I like the idea of you might have a, a powerful card, but you you have to go with the plan B option to support it, not the plan A option. I mean, the 10 in 10 format, the, the reason we like it, and one of the things that appeals to us is that there's some natural restrictions that it creates. So the, the Becky Lynch menace, for example, uh, the, you know, the common combo, if, if there's folk out there who aren't familiar, it's Becky Lynch Maiden Island, who's just a powerhouse of a card. Um, you know, re-rolls dice when, when she's fielded, uh, re-rolls them out the field, and then she's got overcrush, and, and you pair her up with the two ringside announcer basic actions, uh, Jerry Lawler and Booker T. Booker T is the force attack, glo- uh, force block global, um, Booker, and, oh, freaking hell, Chris. Um, Jerry Lawler doubles any damage that you do, so you just charge in with your Becky Lynch, huge overcrusher, make the sidekick blocker, <laughs> and then double the damage, and it's just devastating, you know? Well, 10 in 10 naturally restricts that combo. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't have to ban any cards. It it just it just stops that dead in tracks. That's not to say that Becky Lynch isn't one to be watched out for. And to if you're team building your team and you think you need to think about how are you going to control that kind of combat attack from something like Becky Lynch, but you don't necessarily have to worry about her killing you in two turns. No, you don't. No. Yeah. So it it brings about some natural restrictions that we think are interesting. So on the one hand, the reason we were down on it is because I think we just had a really hard time with the team building element of it. But I think when it comes to the gameplay at the moment, it just sets up some nice restrictions. Yeah. Like you can't have, you can't have your green lantern human and your Zatanna on the same team, for example. Yeah. However, it is less restrictive as in from before. Oh no, wait, you can have, can you? Because it's team pack. Because it's team pack. I misspoke then. Sorry, folks. Because we have uh, 20 different uh, card pools to choose your team from. So I think using the team pack separately really does help to um, to ease in the, I'm hoping anyway, that's going to ease the team building headache because there's, and then 21 with Dark, if Dark Phoenix was to come out. And you've obviously got two cards that we've allowed for you to pick from Infinity Gauntlet, giving you that again, that little bit of help. So hopefully it should be fun. Yeah. I got a feeling at Euros the team packs were allowed as an individual set. Oh, were they? Yeah. I got a feeling that was the case. Someone I, I didn't someone will have to tell us if that was the case at Worlds. But nonetheless, you're right. It's um it's hopefully a much wider card pool with more interesting mix of stuff in there. And it's our hope that maybe someone can come together with an interesting combo that they might not have ordinarily looked at in a standard constructed environment that the 10 in 10 will allow them to find because they don't have to quite worry as much. It's still out there, but you don't have to worry quite so much about getting, you know, like Alex killing me with under surveillance (laughs) and two god catchers kind of thing. Where's the fun in that, eh? Alex, where is the fun in that? Yeah, honestly. Miserable, miserable. <laughs> so when it comes to team building, yeah, you'd have to think about your method, I think is is the thing. That's maybe what we hadn't got our heads around last time was that, that method of eliminating cards or doing those little tinkers and shifts and then dealing with the ripple effects through the rest of the team when you do it. So I suppose that's that's the core point of this segment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I often build a team and then tinker, and it's that tinkering. And I think you can probably get your head around building the team. But for me, as you build a team and you think, do you know what? Do you know what? Perfect in this team, once you've played it a few times, is this card. But it might not be as easy to just, you know, switch it around yeah well it's deeper than that though isn't it because you'll go right right that's not quite working i need something else so then you'll do like a dice coalition team builder search and just choose the sets that you haven't used yet and then you'll be looking through you going there's nothing there there's no decent alternative oh i know what will be a good alternative that one from from warhammer 40k but you've already got a 40k card on the team so you're like oh do i can this one off to have that other one to do that or is that is this one I've already picked better for this other side of my team, the ramp, for example, or that piece of control that it gives me? And that's when you get in a bit of a tizzy, or at least that's when we got in a bit of a tizzy. Yeah, toys out of the pram. <laughs> yeah, 
and I, I like the team building experience. So it was it was quite a surprise to me that um, I found it as challenging as I did last time we tinkered around with 10, 10 in ten. So yeah, that that t- you've got that tinkering element, but then it, the tinkering element that is even deeper than that because one. Well, we've already said it. We're we're um, uh, we're repeated ourselves now. You know, one change can affect everything you're doing with the team. Team build accordingly. But in terms of what we think meta wise for the event, I still think Becky Lynch. I still think Godcatcher. I still think Thor. I still think Green Lantern. Maybe some Iceman. You know, the big names are still going to be out there. Yeah, but maybe not with the uh, the support they need or. Are there people out there that will be able to find the support they need from all the different sets? Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's like Iceman, for example. He is his combo right now is across two sets. It's Iceman from the X Men Forever campaign box, and then it's Turk Barrett. I think it's the Super Rare Mind Gem that's the the, the one that's commonly paired up with it. Now that's sort of tier one and a half ish maybe tier two at the minute in terms of like competitive rankings but in this space can it thrive and survive more and deliver more damage when you know becky lynch isn't backed up by the ringside announcers or the restricted combo that's slowing down god catchers with under surveillance gonna you know make a difference yeah or the forecast becky lynch come to the fore as a cheaper alternative that needs less. Yeah, possibly. If I was a betting man, I think what will happen is what something with Jerry Lawler will come out the woodwork, but it'll they'll perhaps back, backfill the Becky Lynch beat stick with something else. So, you know, we've seen some combos in the past using that with uh, Deadpool and yeah. the Thanos that you like. And you know some some other uh, Reggie's team with Logan Grimnar, you know stuff like that. So uh, we may find that the top tier teams are actually well configured. But then equally, the minute you put a Jerry Lawler on your team, I think you've lost your Eddie Guerrero for your global control. Right. So static field becomes a risk again, which means you're looking at Istrid Horn, you know which then eliminates a, a wide pool of really cool D&D cards that you might want to look at because that slot's got to be a straight horn. I need the global protection from Static Field or from uh, Kang Global or whatever or Wallop, etc. You know, So I think the beat sticks may still be out there with Jerry Lawler and they just backfill Becky Lynch. Or someone might try and make Becky Lynch work in a different way. I mean, she's she's a powerful card on her, in her own right, isn't she? Yeah, but don't bring her. Bring something more fun. <laughs> well absolutely yeah absolutely and then i'll bring her and i'll smash everyone <laughs> okay okie dokie i was probably not going to play i was probably going to sit back and keep an eye on things and mediate yeah yeah i find it hard to play and well i'm such a slow player that's the problem i'm never done <laughs> in time <laughs> to do all the you know the re- uh, reporting entries and stuff or dealing with questions so Oh, well, you can help me build this team because it's paying the ass. <laughs> it's all right. Steve's already committed to doing that for you. <laughs> Fair play. Thanks, Steve. Make it right, good. We'll wrap that one up there. But yeah, yeah, we just wanted to address the fact that, you know, 10 in 10, some long-standing listeners might say, well, that's a bit of an odd choice, but we wanted to kind of explain that we think it might just be the right choice to go to just take the edge off, still yeah. be good and competitive and and a dynamic event but with just a bit of the edge taken off cool beans and we hadn't heard of right. it for ages no one's done a 10 and 10 thing for ages so no sure yeah absolutely yeah cool. all right i feel like we're fizzling out on that one yeah. so we'll move on to the last segment yes right then folks welcome back so this last segment of the episode is as i mentioned in the intro uh final part is this the last part we're going to do more on this i don't know we'll talk about that but our next installment of of a segment series where we've been looking at infinity gauntlet now just to go back if this is the first episode that you've listened to uh, some episodes back we had a bit of a conversation around the restlessness that the community or certainly the vocal community was feeling about the fact that dark phoenix saga appears to have been delayed is radio silence right now we don't know is it coming to march isn't it coming to march what's going on blah 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 and uh, while we totally empathize with people who are feeling that way uh, our view is that there's still a huge card pool of cards there's still an opportunity to play just play (laughs) you know just play it'll come when it comes as andy says often Uh, it'll get here when it gets here so let's not 
feel frustrated because we want because we want new all the time let's let's dig in there's some obscure cards let's let's play some stuff that we haven't played with before and we focus specifically on infinity gauntlet off the back of that conversation because it's the most recent set um taking the view that surely there's some unmined stuff some opportunity to scope some different teams or try doing things in a different way in infinity gauntlet so we went away and did some team building as did some of our listeners and um, we talked about the modern teams that we built in the last episode. And now we're here to talk about our experience doing it with the golden format. Oh, I love nostalgia. Yes, you do. You live firmly in the past, sir. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Have we got any listeners, teams, to talk about? Uh, not a great deal. The focus of what was sent into us was mostly modern. Well, I'm going to go through what I thought. Well, I was really excited to try some of the old cards that I had um, fallen in love with and then was no longer able to use and haven't used for ages. And I wanted to tie that in. Now, masks are super, super strong, especially in the golden context, because of PXMFG, the best card ever made, the best global ever created, and sorely missed by all who who sailed her. Um, so uh, I wanted to focus on that. So I put off, put Professor X on my team, and I knew that masks were super strong. What else is exciting that's a mask and it's golden? Yes, it's multiple man, baby. Uh, so I decided to use uh, two slots for two different types of ramp. And I'm glad that multiple man was put on my team uh, because <laughs> yeah, nefarious broadcast just ruins golden. Like, actually ruins <laughs> the whole format. Could you believe it? And then I wanted to link them in with some newer stuff. <laughs> so I've got a Suka uh, that makes masks cheaper, effectively making the multiple man a Uno cost, if you can get her, him out. Uh, Clayface, because that does stuff with mask pay and mask get basically two masks. Uh, Elf Thief, mostly because it annoys Chris. Um, <laughs> yes, it uh, does. Hate that guy. But not really a win con. So I then looked at uh, Infinity Gauntlet. And I picked, pick, pinked, or picked out the Thanos. I spoke about him in the intro. The energized target character gets plus four attack, gets cheaper when the opponent has full life uh, by two less to a minimum of one. Uh, and he's an eight cost. So he's a big, bad mask character. However, I thought that I would be all right because I've got Fess Rex and Multiple Man and Asuka and Clayface. So I'm going to reach it easily. And I did reach it a couple of times. I did reach it more than I normally would, but nowhere near as easy as I thought it was going to do. Um, it was too late. It was too late. Uh, I put Intellect Devour in there. not a mask, but I couldn't have Clayface Global because I already had Clayface in there, and it's better anyway. And <laughs> then I had a Hulk out. I couldn't find my uh, old art Stu Dixon Hellboy one, which was very annoying. It is somewhere in here. I just couldn't find it. But anyway, Hulk out to give the Thanos Overcrush. And villainous pact because it's masks and I get to prep a dice. Uh, and then the last one I had was that Adam Warlock that I spoke about last week in my modern team because of the Asuka and whatever else. It's still a bit pants. So I didn't really need to move anything out of my field zone to my reserve pool. So it was a bit of a waste. And that was the team. It didn't do very well, but it was exciting. It's always exciting putting a Professor X on your team. <laughs> I mean, I wildly disagree, but let's not retread that territory again. <laughs> well, I suppose, though, uh, the, the thing I'll say there is that in that golden context that and this is something we've talked about many times that i suppose we should talk about now is that we have two very clearly different play styles and represent two different ways of team building because you have gone for right pxg makes it fast and i can get the big thing quick so what am i looking at i'm looking at the big thanos and i'm going for it you know all in smash face which is what pxg does it just speeds up the pace of the game uh now i'm control player through and through so my reaction to that is to find ways of slowing that pace down to better suit me you know and nefarious broadcast to be fair though in the context of what we're trying to do i don't think nefarious broadcast is a great representation of mining on underappreciated cards i think that was just a good control card that i threw (laughs) on the team (laughs) you know you know but uh, uh, when you look at my team i also put wonder woman reflections on so I went, I went fully into old control habits, and you went fully into your, your combat 
yeah beat beat down habits which is just an interesting reflection on our two different styles and neither one's better or worse than the other of course it's just it's just difference isn't it it's just diversity in the way that we look at making teams it is i like golden i like going back to cards i don't like like you know when rot- you know rotation has its as its place and it keeps things fresh and blah 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 but i don't like putting away cards that you've, you've you know you've used you you know how it works you really enjoy it you, f- you find them fun and they make them fun kind of fun elements to your team it's always a little bit sad when you kind of put it in that binder and think oh, probably not going to see you for a little while and then when you say let's do golden i get all excited and then immediately just search for a pxg <laughs> well that and that's that's possibly a bad thing though is it that is a good thing mm-hmm. see we'll, we'll always differ on this we, we, oh, no, we did, just have to agree to disagree it did what we were planning which was to get us excited about building teams and playing with cards whilst we're true. waiting for Dark Phoenix. True, absolutely. That is a very fair point, yeah. Uh, shall I talk a little bit about what I built then? If you must. Yeah, go on. Yeah, although, although I've ended up building a whole new team this week. So um, so I looked at, there were two cards that caught my eye. Uh, Moon Knight, in fact, all the rarities of Moon, Moon Knight has caught my attention for one reason or another. However, in this particular build, I went with the Uncommon, the Moon Knight Imagining Help, which has a very simple game text. It says, Recruit Infinity Watch gauntlet people although he's not an infinity watch himself which bends my head so he recruits an infinity watch but he's not infinity watch himself so i thought yeah okay here's an interesting idea because if if he goes through for damage then i can grab an infinity watch character from my use pile and field it at level one immediately uh if you block him well he's got four two five three five five stats so that sounds all right i could work with that and then the other card that caught my eye, this was one that Jay put on my radar, which was Kang Peerless General, the the rare. And he makes it so that all your attacking characters must be blocked by two or more characters. So I was just making life difficult for you with, with little combat stuff. You know, let it through, you're going to give me a free character from the use pile. Don't let it through. Well, he's he's a big Moon Knight's a big ninja. You'll have to deal with that. Uh, oh, but you might have to let him through because you've got to block with two characters. You know that was the idea, just to really put a lot of con- difficult control choices. Uh, and then I chucked the Lantern Battery Power Source, the super rare Lantern Battery, which makes you lose life. Uh, you have to pay a life to block with a character. So it's like, well, if you do want to block, you've got to block with two, and you need to pay a life each for them. You know that kind of thing is what I was playing around with. So just two sort of obscure cards. When it came to uh, the downfall of it was the Infinity Watch characters, really. Um, I went with Drax in the end, the two-cost Drax. But what I discovered was that because he's two-cost, the recruit, you bought them anyway. You bought them and rotated them around and uh, turned around and fielded them anyway. You don't need the recruit to drive them through quicker. Um, which was something I noticed. Uh, and then I put Pip the Troll on there, which is a great when fielded effect. I don't think, again, this is necessarily an obscure card that, that I've been playing around with. It was just, well, oh, here's a bit of removal I've not tried around. I wonder if that five cost is a challenge, was kind of what was going through my head. He spins two of your opposing characters down to energy when he's fielded, but you don't really want Moon Knight recruiting in your when fielded guy because it's a when fielded guy. Yeah. You know? I get that. Uh, yeah, so it was all a bit of a bad fit. And then I looked at Adam Warlock, but I was like, he's got the beefy stats that I want, but yeah, I don't know. So the Moon Knight recruit thing was interesting, but didn't quite work. But the Cam Pillars General was really interesting. The forcing the double blockers, because it made, as as you mentioned in the intro, uh, one pit the troll spinning two of your characters down left you really short of blockers, and then you had to use those blockers uh, with the Kang out to... Yeah, uh, it really restricted your ability to stop my incoming forces, and and in that instance, the big stats on Moon Knight did become helpful. And Kang himself, he's got big stats too. It's um, a good team. So, it was an annoyingly good team. Yeah, I like that Kang. Uh, Jay was using it with the Bobby Heenan. You know the one that makes you lose life when you block. Oh yeah, when he's fielded. Yeah, Oof. I mean, I I tried to do it with the Lantern Battery, which is the same sort of twist, really. I didn't get around to buying the Lantern Battery though. I found it hard to generate the four energy to to put it into play should have got a pxg no it was all right mate i was making good use of yours <laughs> um i was just just buying up my characters <laughs> but I've, I've gone in a whole different direction uh, uh this week so Ooh. shall i talk about that for a minute 
Yeah, if you want. I, mean, I know we're, I know we're not played the team yet, but so the Moon Knight, I was like, nah, it's not working for me. I'll I'll I'm gonna give a different Moon Knight a try. And I went to the rare one, which you might remember I spoke about the rare one a donkey's age ago. This is the one that copies an Avenger at the beginning of the game. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, so I thought, do you know what? It didn't really work when I was playing played around with it in modern because there wasn't quite a good Avenger. I wonder if there's a better Avenger to try it with in the Golden, now that I've got all the Avengers to pick from. So I've I did that. So which then meant I took the Infinity Watch characters out the team and started putting an Avenger in and some Avengers in it. Do you know what I mean? It just started to snowball into a different direction. So it's now an entirely different team. <laughs> so you are literally going to be assembling Avengers. Uh, kind of, nice. yeah. This Moon Knight, he's got Max Die 1 on him, which isn't ideal, Eesh. but I think I've found a nice combo that means it's not going to pain me too much. So I need to search for that one that puts takes a, uh, takes a dice and puts it on a card until the end of time. All right, I see. Like that, is it? Like, <laughs> no, you're like that guy who hangs his nose over the opponent's teams at the start of the tournament before yeah. he writes his team list out. Have, have a look at that <laughs> list, see what's on there. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> It takes me half an hour to find a card. I ain't got enough time to do that tonight. So I know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the the card, one of the cards I'm planning on giving a go tonight is Ebony Moore, Supernatural Persuasion. He's quite expensive at a five cost, you see, which is, I think, why, why he's easy to dismiss. But it says, yeah. when fielded, re-roll target opposing character die. So he's a re-roll removal yeah. effect. But then it says, your character dice cost two less to purchase this turn for each Ebony Moore die fielded. Ooh. It's uh, a bit like that. Doris. Sasha Banks. Well, he's like Sasha Banks in an and a and a bit of a storm mix. Uh, Sasha Banks yeah. in a Billy Club in one. Nice, but at a five yeah. cost, so it like at a, at makes a, sense. Yeah, at a five cost. Yeah, but I thought, well, you know, with with an Asker in the mix, making mass characters cheaper makes him three rather than five. So I get a chance at re-rolling characters and discounting the stuff I'm buying. Let's give it a try. And if you want to see how he gets on, then do check out the YouTube channel. That is www.youtube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. By the time you listen to this, it'll be there and waiting for you. Absolutely, it will. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I suppose in conclusion at this point, the mission that we set off to do, we fully succeeded in because we, we've spent four weeks now of quite happily playing Dice Masters without feeling an itch for new stuff we've just been you know building teams and playing and we've had you know uh, friends of the podcast send team lists in as well that we've been using for inspiration and obscure cards that they've had their eye on you know and we'll say again thanks to dana thanks to jay thanks to steve thanks to rob thanks to nick uh, for those Thank you. Uh, i feel like i'm i'm missing someone there someone else sent one in so nick, apologies nick to Quali? no i said nick okay mr fink um so it's uh yeah it's, it's certainly done what we set out to do we've we've had you know what by the time this episode goes out we'll have had a good somewhere around eight games yeah yeah it's good a four week period yeah it's been fun so yes there you go uh, I would be interested to hear if you guys out there have made that next step from building teams to playing any games with your obscure infinity gauntlet golden and modern teams if you have let us know yeah absolutely if you've been playing along with our little challenge but i think uh, we're going to put it to bed now and turn our attention to 10 in 10 team building 10 in 10 10 in 10 10 10 in 10 10 10 by 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 <laughs> yeah so i think we're going to turn our attention to that so that'll be the sort of the focus of uh team building conversation and obviously the streams for the next couple of weeks oh more than that up oh, until yeah, well, MODPDM. yeah so uh keep your eye on that but if this is has been uh, an interesting experiment and you'd like us to do more let us know that too right we better wrap up we're we're getting longer and longer and longer with these episodes okie dokie outro time <laughs> Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. <laughs> Every time I do that, I'm waiting for you to... <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint. <laughs> Interfere in my flow. <laughs> I don't, what, what do you take? I'm, I'm not annoying. I plead the fifth. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah. Tumbleweed. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's time for the end of the episode. Chris is trying to talk, so I'm just going to talk over him every time he starts in an annoying cowboy voice. Wrap it up. Okay, it looks like Mr. Chris, he's gone already. So I'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we did. Uh, I'd like to uh, turn your attention to the BritRoller6.com blog, as well as our YouTube and Twitch channels. I'd like to see you all the MOD PDM. That's in March sometime. And uh, it's 10 in 10. That'll be a fantastic time to play some Dice Masters with my international friends. I'm off now to eat some uh, grits and beans. So you have yourself a good time and we'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye now. <laughs> I've been Chris, otherwise known as the True Mr. Six. And that guy over there. Well, my name is Cowboy Bob. And I look forward <laughs> to seeing you soon. Bye-bye now. <laughs> see you in two weeks, folks. Bye-bye. Dude, I swear to God, you're the only person on the planet I know who could, uh, in the same one hourish episode of a podcast, <laughs> defend Russia and the United States. <laughs> it's, it's a skill in a talent. And I've only offended like the bottom part of America. <laughs> well, well, obviously that makes it all right then. <laughs>